0: Popper to the People is brought to you by MTG Madness. You can visit them online at
1: mtgmadness.com
2: This is Popper of the People. My name is Nate, and with me is Mr. Chris. Hello. And Peter. Hello. How are you guys doing over this wonderful holiday break that we had? So much food. So much food.
0: (laughs) Had two Thanksgivings in the same day. Oh my god, that's awesome. It is wonderful, but man, oh. (laughs) So much. Yeah.
1: My Thanksgiving was... uh... Well, we went down to my in-laws' house, and everything my wife cooked was amazing, and then everything they uh-huh. cooked sucked. <laughs> so, are you sure you're not just being biased? No, I'm really not being biased. Like the stuffing was mushy, and Ew. Yeah, and the and the turkey was dry. We had three turkeys. <laughs> wow, that's three a whole lot of bird turkeys. You know why and didn't you make a
0: ducking at that point?
1: Because you need a duck and a chicken for a ducking? I had three turkeys.
0: Well, why don't you go trade them in and get like, a turkey and a duck? a hey, and a duck. No, I do uh, Bartering
2: a... doesn't work in this society. No, you What should are you be talking be... about? You should have got a duck and some ham.
0: No. <laughs> Nate, we're <we've laughs> so... talking right pretty quick.
1: Yeah. Turkey and ham is awesome. Yeah. Uh, now, we mm. had three turkeys because my mother-in-law, like, defrosted a turkey from last year, and then she wasn't, like... Yeah. She wasn't sure if the turkey was going to be, like, good still because it was, you know, a turkey from last year. So she went out and bought another turkey and then cracked it open and thought it smelled a little bit off. And because she's a really, really picky eater, my oh. my father-in-law was like, I'm not going to argue with you. You're not going to eat that turkey anyway, so i got to go get
2: another turkey now. So so he got a third turkey uh, he play, he he played the smart the smart husband thing and said decided not to not to even try to win that battle, yeah <laughs> you pick your battles so yeah, that's pretty awesome
1: uh, yeah, everything my wife made was awesome like she made the uh she made like homemade rolls and some pie and some cheesecake and um man what else did she make she made like one of their main ingredients like oh, Christmas potatoes, which are like. Uh, they're like a family recipe type thing They're like hash yeah. browns And Ooh. cheese and sour cream And like I don't know they're delicious awesomeness
2: Just awesome potatoes <laughs> Yeah yeah like Awesome potato hash brown things Yeah, yeah. that's cool so
1: Thanksgiving was awesome if you look at my wife's half of the stuff
2: Yeah <laughs> 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 Well what did I do Thanksgiving I Went to my Sister-in-law's who was She's a vegetarian, so they don't allow meat in their house. So we had something called a holiday roast, which... It wasn't bad. I'll admit, I ate it. It wasn't bad. It was a tofu turkey thing. It wasn't... I mean, it was good, but... it uh, wasn't a turkey. It wasn't turkey. (laughs) So, and then, well, our family, it was... My mother and father-in-law were like, okay, well, we're going to have another Thanksgiving dinner on Sunday. And uh, so we had, were having fun, just hanging out with my in-laws. And the kid, so my, my youngest, Sean, was sick the like two, a day before. And he got sick again. And then Sarah got sick on the way home. So we had two sick kids driving back to St. Cloud from the minute from Champlin in Minnesota, down by Minneapolis. So we're on our way back, two sick kids, and then I get to Sunday, I'm like, yes, going to have some turkey finally. I get sick, so I get to stay home while everyone else goes, gets to eat, goes, goes and gets to eat turkey. <laughs> so yeah, it really, really sucked. <laughs> um, other than that, magic-wise, I tried playing magic when I because I worked a lot of the week at the hotel. And uh, I just flat out got sick of playing against Delver Blue in the tournament practice room. So I pretty much gave MTGO the finger, and, and it no longer exists. It, it didn't exist for for a few days. Still doesn't exist as far as I'm concerned. If I see another Delver deck, I'm going to scream. So <laughs> I just focused on playing Minecraft. <laughs> And uh, watching st- that, and I got ho- I, I got on um, Netflix, I got hooked on uh, Star Trek Enterprise, because I never really watched every episode. So I started watching from season one, and now I'm at the end of season, uh, I just started season four. And that, that's now my favorite version of Star Trek, so. Wow, oh, nerd. I don't care. Nerd. I'm a trackie, I don't
1: care shit. Nerd. If you're doing it nerd. wrong, it's
2: nerd. <laughs> it's better than Star Wars. What? They just, did a, they just aired Star Wars. You did Wars not on. just... Yes, I did. Oh, I just said that. It's better than Star Wars. Done. Out of here. Have <laughs> a good night,
0: everybody.
1: <laughs> so they, just, they just played Star Wars on, uh, I don't know, some TV station like yesterday or something like that. Yeah. episodes
2: four through six. It was pretty I, sweet. I, I, I was not. I'm, I'm, I've only actually liked like two Star Wars movies. The rest of them I just hated. There's six. You have to specify which Star Wars movie you liked. I, I Three I didn't mind because I liked watching Anakin go from, from like, whiny little bitch boy to, uh, to like, evil Vader. So three was kind of, actually, I didn't mind three, but then when the Empire Strikes Back, so I like that one. But the rest of them I really didn't like. Even the original wasn't, I mean, it had, like, each movie has cool battle scenes. Like, I love the battle scenes, don't get me wrong, but, like... As a whole, I wasn't a huge... I'm not... I wasn't as into it. That, and I hated who they chose to be Hate Anakin Skywalker, because Hayden Christensen has got to be one of the worst friggin' actors ever. Like, watching him act just makes me want to cry, because he's so horrible at it. Yeah. I mean, so serious, Hayden Christensen is absolutely horrible. All he, like, the only thing we got out of him as Anakin was, hey, this is going to be Darth Vader, but until he's Darth Vader, he's just a whiny little bitch boy.
1: Yeah, we're not going to talk about the original, or the prequels.
2: But, uh... Yeah. No, as a whole, like, I don't know, how, I'm like, I'll watch him, but if I have my choice between the two, I'd rather watch Star Trek. But yep. that's just me. The only good thing about the
1: prequels was the, was the lightsaber fights, but...
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Then the see, I think I would have been more into the prequels a little bit more if they went to killed off Darth Maul because I think he was cool. <laughs> I'd Have to kill him off. I think I think if I would have rewritten it, I would have put Dooku as that guy and let let Darth Maul have Dooku's position because Darth Maul's awesome. No, Dooku.
1: Dooku was like very appropriate. Plus, uh, yeah, he's what he was he's, the older wiser oh. guy who
0: played in everyone's head.
1: Yeah, was he Donald Sutherland or Christopher Lee? I can't remember.
0: No, it was I can't. The dude remember. who played Saruman in uh Lord of the Rings. <laughs> okay, that's
1: that's Christopher Lee.
2: Did he play Saruman? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: I can. I always get the Christopher Lee and the uh, Donald, Sutherland, Donald Sutherland confused.
2: He was also in uh the new Wonka Charlie the the giant debt version of Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory as uh, Wonka's dad. Yeah, played the dentist. Yeah, a dentist living on the North Pole or whatever. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, <laughs> he just he got he he got he just moved his entire house somewhere else. Yeah, well, or whatever it was. But yeah, so. No. But we're a magic podcasts. So. Hey, we are. A magic we are? podcast. We are. <laughs> there is one thing I want to note before we go any further, though. Um. My, uh, we're doing a, I I posted this on Facebook already, the New Year's Eve gaming charity event we're doing at my house, but it's, uh, my, uh, sister-in-law's husband and my sister-in-law, they have a, a niece, she's, was born in August, and she has been diagnosed with, uh, cystic fibrosis. And, uh, if anyone in the Minnesota area is, has any angst to do so, I have the, it's an open public invite at my house. Me and my wife are providing all the food and beverage and we are doing, uh, $8 per person. All the money for the gaming event goes to the, is going to be donated to the cystic fibrosis and, uh, and Briley, her name is Briley. She's a little, little, and she's like, she had, like I said, she was born in August Um, all the money is going, is getting donated to the Cystic Fibrosis Fund in her name. And, uh, it's just something we're doing. If there's any, uh, listeners out there that, uh, would, would care to donate to something like this, any amount is, any amount of money would, would help. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll add a link in the notes so people can get to it, but it's just, uh, something that kind of hit close to home and we're gonna, we're gonna do what we can to, Raise money for it, so. Yeah. Um,
1: okay. That's pretty cool. But if you guys wanna. Yeah. If Nate, if you wanna head what? up uh, converting tickets to money, to actually roll money. I'll take donations on Moto. I'm on all the time. So I'll take donations for Braylee from Moto, and we'll shout out to you on the podcast if you make donations through via tickets from Moto. Cool. Cool. You can convert tickets. I think it's something like 95 cents for the dollar or something like that. Oh, okay. that To, That'd be to cool. the ticket, so we can uh, sure. contribute that way. To the
2: okay, cool. I uh, will uh, get... In, if that's what we want to do, I can get... Make that... Get me the link and stuff, and I'll, I will figure out how to get that taken care of, so... Yep. But, uh, so we got that going. But uh, that's, that's the one news thing. The big news we got here is... And, you know, just have the sad thing first, and we're just going to like, oh, by the way. (laughs) By the way, to make everyone less depressed. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Good news, Grinders. Uh, Apparently, the uh, latest Magic Online update, this was posted on the Mothership, Tuesday, November 26th. They, According to Wolf Wolpert, who's, I'm guessing, the head team leading the fixing of the daily events in the PT gear, the mocks. They say that their latest update, everything is going fine and they will be, uh, There's, they're predicting or if everything keeps going good December 11th, we will have dailies again.
1: Yay! I get to play Constructed for value now.
2: Yes, so we'll get our daily events back so we'll actually have good stuff to talk about. <laughs>
0: Rather than
2: just hearing us ramble on, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah pretty can, much. We have some good stuff to
1: talk about, though. Yeah, we have some Like good we've stuff. got, you know, my pure article that I put out today.
2: It was pretty awesome. Boot boot. Yeah, nice. I played. I was some... looking for your articles, but I couldn't find them.
1: Uh, it always goes up on Wednesday, and you can tell it's good. me because it's Chris's place Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I played some mono black control with merchants, gray merchants, Okiba gangs, and pestilence, I went super greedy.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's obvious. So
1: yeah, I was playing three merchants, two Okiba gangs, and one pestilence—the main one, pestilence on the side—and then just mostly like pretty standard, pretty close to what Belts is playing otherwise. Yeah, did it work? Uh, yeah, I won. I won three out of the, out of the four videos that I recorded, and I actually recorded more videos than that too. Posted them to Magic Gathering Strats YouTube channel, and uh, the sound quality on them was awful. Yeah. Uh-huh. So. I'm like six and eight with this deck in two mans, which I think puts me ahead on... I'm not sure about Theros packs Values, but... Yeah, yeah, the original four videos I did were just awful sound quality. I don't know what happens, but (laughs) they're just abysmally bad quality. Usually it takes a lot for people to actually comment on the videos that I post, and one of the comments was, oh my god, (laughs) this quality is abysmal. I was like, oh, (laughs) oh, shoot, shoot, I'm sorry, because I don't don't listen to them usually before I post them, and now I'm going to have to start doing that now, because... Uh, you know, yeah. I want people to actually, you know, click on my videos and not be, you know, um, offended audibly, audially, audio-wise? Yeah. Audibly offended, there you go, by the sound <laughs> of my microphone screwing up.
2: Yeah, I think Mike had that, Mikey, Mikey had that problem too, I remember when he was streaming before he'd bring me and Peter on and stuff like that, He had the, he always had complaints about his audio being messed up, so...
1: You know, streaming is kind of weird, though, because uh, like, I think it doesn't it's all, It's not your fault, necessarily, because sometimes, like, for that one particular viewer, because I used to stream a lot, uh, <laughs> for that one particular viewer, your sound is awful, but for everyone else, it's fine. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, uh, I don't know what this guy's complaining about. He's like, your microphone sucks, I'm checking other streams and it's fine. I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't do anything for you, man. Yeah. Make everybody happy.
2: Yeah, and I think that happened too with Mike when he he was also YouTubing the stuff too. Yeah. He'd have complaints and Mike would Mike would get all, all in a tizzy over and it's like, just don't worry about it, not everyone's gonna be happy, whatever. So but that was a while ago. But yeah, so your article's there. I'm gonna have to read it tomorrow when I'm donating. So
1: Yeah, and videos. One of them's really yeah. cool too, like the uh I got a list. and I got to share it with you guys too. It's pretty awesome. One of the lists I encountered was a uh, blue-black deck that was using um what is it called? Tide Hollow Strix and
2: nice. I love that card. <laughs> yeah, is and... that the one
0: that comes into play that, that you pull this play? You gain two. No. It's a no.
2: It's a two-drop flying Death Toucher. It's a one-one or it's a two-one. Yeah, it's zero. a two-one two oh. two really black
1: yeah. <laughs> It's a really sweet list. It's um. By a guy named Tarkin Mag, who's a regular, who was a regular daily event grinder. Yeah. And man, I just got to share that list. I'm gonna look up that list while you guys while you go yeah. over and talk over this next one. But check out yeah. that video in particular. It's the last one in this in the thing, and it's a really it's a really fun list. Have a good yeah. time playing against him.
2: Tide Hollow Strixes are awesome because nobody like nobody ever wants to like attack with their flyers because of what Tide Hollow does. And if you swing with them, nobody wants to block them because they do a pretty good job of wrecking the board. <laughs> They're just awesome. That's the general point. <laughs> so, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, basically, for other articles, we have an article called, it's, it was posted by Gwynn. I'm not sure if he wrote it or not. It was just posted by some guy named Gwyn. On the standard popper's blog spot, and a shout out to these guys. These guys really get into the standard popper scene. Um, they uh, they really, really like they have really good information. So awesome for them. This is a great, really, really great site. But uh, basically, what this article is all about is uh, it's what makes a strong magic play group. Basically. What they go over in this article is getting a playgroup of Magic players together that really want to grind out like really good decks and stuff, and work as a group to make make deck lists better. And this article just goes into uh, how to go about setting up a good playgroup and what you should what you should do, what you shouldn't do i.e not having that douchey player in your, your play group. <laughs> but uh no it's a pretty interesting article. It's definitely worth a worth a read. And again, these guys put out lots of good information. It's uh, the standard Popper Players clan. It's an actual clan on MTGO, and apparently it's a big play group play, play group. They just grind out decks and see how far they can take them. And they're heavily into standard poppers, so it's pretty cool. They're like the go-to source. Then our next article is t- the 20 Cent Challenge, Mono-White Control. This article goes into... Um, this article actually goes into a standard... It's a, it's a standard list, not a standard popper list. So, But it's a, basically a big standard... A list that you can play in standard that looks really, really cool for being a really, really cheap deck. I mean, we're looking at... None of these cards are more are more than 20 cents, and it's a pretty... From, a, from looking at this list, it's a pretty awesome... Pretty much a, a decent, competitive list for being really, really super cheap deck. So, pretty cool. If anyone out there that might be looking to wanting to play Standard but not spend much money, this... This deck looks like it doesn't cost too many tickets to make. In paper or in online, so
1: yeah, I played a, I played in the same article or same daily or event that he played in with it. Yeah, play run event. I did pretty good, in, pretty pretty good in standard. My budget, green yeah. control deck. You end <laughs> up having to face this deck. No, no, no. Uh huh. But I played. So yeah, I played that standard. Play run events and i was using my green white aggro but it doesn't have voice of resurgence i don't have voice of resurgences so oh. <laughs> i was using Call the conclave instead i end up going 4 in that event yeah so so but yeah yeah graystone has a really good record with this deck and it seems okay because like i think he said he wins a lot of decks just off of fabled hero triggers
2: Oh, favored, Fabled Hero is a ridiculously awesome card. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a straight up bomb in limited, right? Yeah. And I've been playing a lot of uh, Theros
1: sealed and the limited.
2: Uh,
1: Fabled Hero is obviously this is a
2: card I never want to see again. Theros limited. I mean, just look at what what cards are targeting it, and it makes Fabled Hero scary. I mean, Holy Mantle. Yeah. Eth- Ethereal Armor. Well, you play all uh, these enchantments
1: on it, right? And it buffs it, and then it buffs because of the enchantment, and then it has yeah. double strike, and then you know, if you can protect it with a God's Willing, or just, you know, throw a God's Willing on it so that they can't block it ever. Yeah, you're okay. smash yeah. him in the face
2: like hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, just...
1: it's not unheard of to get, like, I had one game where I was playing, and I was at, like, 36 life, right? I had, like, a I had like a black-green um, Theros limited deck, and it had a whip of Erebos, right? So I was just Going to town on him, right? I played a play. Yeah. He played a fable hero, and um, I made like a pre-alpha alpha attack, and you know, because he could block and kill my dude, but it didn't matter because I was going to kill him anyway on the next turn. Yeah. So, I blocked. He like he did like a God's willing or something on it, and then like the next turn he did like two more things on it and pumped it, and then did something else to it. And the next thing I know, <laughs> he he hit me for like. 46 or something
2: Holy crap
1: <laughs> GD <laughs> It was it was absolutely absurd
2: Just crunched in the face
1: Have a nice day <laughs> Oh the reason why is because he had a um, He had a night howler He was white black And yeah. he had a night howler And we were um...
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love that card the card is so awesome. Yeah,
1: it's like, it like an attrition game, so I had, like, I don't know, 10 cards. Between the two of us, we had, like, 10 or 13 cards in the graveyard or something. So when he bestowed <laughs> the Night Haller onto that thing, he just smashed me. Like, just destroyed me. <laughs> I thought, you know, I'm at 36 Life. What can he actually do that kills me here? And I wasn't thinking about Night <laughs> well, <laughs> Fun
2: fact, that. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's your answer. That's your answer right there. What can he... Oh, yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> Yeah, because I think I was playing uh, around like
1: Emissary I was playing around like Emissaries And just like anything that he could do I mean, even Lifelink wouldn't have The Hopeful Eidolon wouldn't have like saved him there Yeah but <laughs> Man, And the, <laughs> the Night howler just crushed me <laughs>
2: So That's crazy So yeah, that deck looks pretty good I actually might build that one Just try it out Because it looks like a cheap list to make Yeah but uh, uh, yeah, so that's kind of the articles like I said I'm, I'm not doing like four or five like I used to I'm just kind of bringing it down to three two to three so nothing wrong with that yeah so
0: quality been, over quantity
2: exactly uh, oh yeah the other the other thing I forgot to mention is a sneak attack got mentioned on Carlos Gutierrez' article Who's that? five de five decks to li- five decks to look at or was it? He does an article on GatheringMagic.com called a uh, Five, De- Five Decks to Look At" or something like that, and Sneak Attacks deck made the list. I'll sneak go, Attack I'll kids on. list. Yeah. Gathering Magic. Gathering Magic. I found it right off the bat. It was right up front when I found it. All right. Um, I
1: don't ever go to this website. Like, I, I just yeah. always have to, like, sift through the stuff that I don't want to read.
2: Yeah, they, that's kind of a... Yeah, they, they kind of mess it all up. But uh, here, I, I actually posted it on Facebook, so I can find it really quick. Right. Five decks you can't miss this week by Carlos Gutierrez. And uh, top of the list for standard is Sneak Attack Games. Third place MTGO event deck. a deck he made, it's a Golgari deck. Oh. And he got... Uh, he got published for it, so congrats to him. Sweet.
1: That is a weird-looking deck. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on there?
2: I think it's just a menagerie of good stuff. <laughs> <Just>
1: <laughs> yeah, like this isn't even like the Kibler deck, right? This isn't like the, green, the green-black the green aggro mid-range type oh, thing. This is like weird.
2: It's just, hey, let's just, let's just throw a whole bunch of good cards in the deck and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Grizzly, Salvage, and Garrick Collar of Beast is pretty ridiculous in this no. deck.
1: Okay, that's why I was... No, this is like the the Kibler, jaunt, the Kibler list. Yeah. Well, he got published for it, so... Yeah, so did Kibler,
2: because, you know, he's yeah.
1: freaking Kibler.
2: Yes, Kibler. <laughs> but it says Sneak Attack Games on it, so I thought I'd mention James, give him his shout-out. Because that's what I do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that. But, uh, metagame. What do we got in the metagame? Standard Popper. We have a. The best I can. Bestow proof? Again, the article's from uh, the Standard Popper Players Clan. Uh, it is a bestow proof deck. Basically, what the deck is is nothing but uh, making a whole bunch of creatures that can't be targeted, taking glade cover, and going the distance with her, (laughs) and shoving all the enchantments you possibly can on her. Ah,
1: man. The reason that I hate Theros Limited, this Voltron magic...
0: Yeah, that's what this is. <laughs> but think about it: every time you just play a deck, you just hum to yourself da, da 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 da, and when you finally put all the pieces together, you can go form Wait. blazing sword. And you—if know, you ever watch the show—you know everything ends the moment the blazing sword is formed. Yeah, sword it is is the, the law. It is the end-all, be-all of things. <laughs> How come yeah.
1: they don't just do that when they start the fight? <laughs>
0: be, oh, come on, common courtesy—you have to let them have a chance. But then you go, guess what, buddy? Ace in the hole. Blomf, there it is. <laughs>
1: Always it's like, why don't you just form the Blazing Sword
0: right away? <laughs> just get it over <laughs> with, man. We wouldn't believe they have a chance.
2: Come on. Otherwise, we're going to start expecting it. <laughs> you see, you, the, the trick is, you got to let the enemy come in close thinking they have a chance, because that way the Flaming Sword is that much more devastating. Blazing Sword? The Blazing Sword is that much you more devastating. Did the Flaming Sword?
1: What? Yes, he did. Your, your speaking privileges are revoked. Until further <laughs> no. See?
2: <laughs> no, the blazing sword is more devastating when they think they think they have the, they they have the battle won, and then Odonor is like, "Nope, you lose." <laughs> I just see Nate now, like,
1: "No, you can't, you can't ban me from talking." I'm the host of this show. <laughs>
0: no. Oh no, if you're in a misused blazing sword, you will lose talking privileges. <laughs> so you know what? Chris is c- calling. Chris, we're gonna drop call. I'll call you back. We'll finish this
2: episode. <laughs> Whatever. All right, let's go over this list. Wait, what? what do we have? Let's we go over this list We're going to go over this list Which We're one? Yes yeah. Why don't talk
1: about a hexproof list? I don't want to talk about a hexproof list Well, let's just Look, go Look, there's over a it. bunch of hexproof dudes And you're going to throw enchantments on them And then they die Because I don't like playing actually interactive magic <laughs> I hate hexproof Because you can't target it? You can't Because you can't target it? No, I don't hate that you can't target it I hate that it's a stupid deck <laughs> But it
0: works it's efficient, but yeah, it's... You know what? I'm,
1: so, I'm sorry, you standard popper players, if you're listening to this. I hate Hexproof. <laughs> you guys are awesome. I'm sure it's actually a really good deck, but um, Don't Hexproof. worry about it,
0: Chris. As I've said before, for as long as I've dealt with Hexproof decks in general, back with uh, freaking Touch of the Vamp... or, yeah, Touch of the Vamp or whatever it is. Yeah. It's the one deck you lose, and you're going, never again. Never freaking again. And I know I got, I got ripped apart for like Peter, why do you have like four or five five cards for enchantments in your sideboard? Because because never again.
2: That's why. <laughs> never again. I don't care. It's like you don't care. If, you don't care if you lose to anything else, but you're never gonna lose to this again. Pretty much. Call me vindictive.
1: <laughs> well, what's What's really annoying about this is like not even devour flesh works anymore, right? Because they just they nope. just their dude, and then you devour flesh, and all you devour flesh was their one one glade cover scout.
2: Yeah, pretty much. And
1: <laughs> because they're they're stupid. Bestow things just come back as like so they take away all of the downside of this all-in magic, right? Because like it's, it was acceptable to play all-in magic whenever you could pretty easily get two for one if you weren't careful. Yeah, you know that, that actually requires thought. You know, but now you you just like I cast spell, I win. Well, fine. Uh-huh.
2: Well, fine. I'll let's have this creature instead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all
0: of so the annoying. destroyed enchantment cards. <laughs>
2: yeah, following so yeah, but, so that's, that's, uh, topic one. I hate Hexproof. <laughs>
0: hate Hexproof. Just so, surmise this entire topic. Chris hates Hexproof. Chris just
2: hates Hexproof. If he wants to find Hexproof and murder it.
1: <laughs> I don't hate, you know, I don't actually hate specifically Hexproof. I hate non-interactive strategies. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I hate Hexproof and... Like, even Delver Fiend is acceptable, even though I still hate the deck, because it's mostly a non-interactive strategy, but it's easier to interact with than Hexproof. Oh, yeah. You know. And, like, Burn. Burn is another one that's like, Ugh, really? It doesn't care what game. you're
0: doing, it's just going to go throw fireball or let you go straight to the doggy.
1: And that's why you see so many stupid people... That, you were complaining, Nate, earlier about people playing Delver in the term practice room. It's because they're tired of losing to Burn.
2: <laughs> just won't play much counter spells and
1: say, screw yeah. it, it's not happening again You play, you play again. counter spells and burn is not going to beat you so, yeah. And I took this vow before that's like, you know nope, I'm not losing to burn anymore I'm just going to play burn, I'm just going to play Delvernate Bands Because I'm not losing to burn, because screw burn yeah. I'm yeah. going to hate this stupid deck out of the stupid meta Because I liked playing decks like freaking Blue Black Trinket and Azorius Kitty and Tron You know, these decks actually had interaction to them and the stupid freaking Burn deck comes along. And it's like, okay, well, if I don't have a counterspell, I'm dead.
2: <laughs> yeah, because you're not going to kill him fast enough.
1: Oh. So, screw Burn and its screwy, non-interactive face. And screw <laughs> Hexproof and its screwy, non-interactive face. And screw Delver fiend, and its stupid Apostle's Blessing. Stupid, <laughs> fucking artful dodge face. Chris, you <laughs> that part out. I said it. <laughs> I,
0: was about to, I was about to make a comment about it. Until he said something there. So, Chris, tell us how
2: you really feel. <laughs> oh, I'm done. But, I'm yeah. Done. Is that enough ranting. <laughs> yeah, it is. Is there
1: enough ranting. Uh, yeah. yeah. That was uh, classic. Hey, shout out to Standard Popper's player. Standard Popper players, clan. I'm going to actually have to like message you guys and see what Standard Popper's all about. Do they know start, it? Like, hating the format because it <laughs> a stupid freaking hexproof. I bet you I played the format like for the brood Yeah, month.
2: but you know what? If I had a choice between playing against this or Flickergate, oh god, I'd I would rather. play Flickergate. I
1: would play Flick- Flickergate in a heart
2: I'd much rather go against this before Flickergate because at least with this deck, if you're gonna die. You die faster than Flickergate death. That's just painful and agonizing. Uh, I don't know.
1: You, could, you could race Flickergate, though. Like, you played like, a Boros aggro deck, you could actually race Flickergate. It was it was not likely, but you could do it. It's still agonizing to lose. That's
0: like people. saying you can go over to Aggro Falls in a wooden barrel. Yeah, you can do it. It ain't smart, <laughs> but you can do it. <laughs> I did it a lot, when because, like, the previous meta, when we had Flickergate... Why did you I go did, over to Aggro Falls in a Barrel a lot? That just seems silly. Uh, you know, I was, it, was, uh, it was college. It was a rough time for me. <laughs> so much drinking. I don't suggest. <laughs> so much
1: drinking. So much alcohol and so much weed. Um, yeah, like, I, I out-aggroed Flickergate in the previous meta. Like, because I actually played a little bit of Standard Popper in the previous meta. You know, I would aggro play Gate occasionally, and then yeah. if it all if all else fell I just played the blue black mill deck, and I could beat graveyard. Yeah, blue black mill deck though would often lose. Oh, that's uh, true. It would lose like is a control deck though, right? It would lose uh, what is it? I don't know. Electromancer control. I don't know. The yeah, the red the one.
2: Yep. They play uh, Electromancers and make all the spells cheaper.
1: Yeah, so that deck would lose to. Or the Blue Black Mill deck would lose to the as a control deck, but the is a control deck would lose to gate. but the are but the Flicker control deck would lose Blue Back Mill, so it was actually like a paper rock scissors thing. <laughs> <laughs> and, then the, and then all Damn. mixed in the meta, it was like Boros you know, he had like the Boros agros and like the white weenie and that was a much better meta, I think.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: I actually like that meta. I wish I, I wish I had time to play Standard Popper. I wish the po- standard popper events actually happened in uh times that yeah. were convenient for me. That's my biggest problem.
2: Yeah, I think I would hope that wizards would eventually pull off. I, I'm, I'm hoping one day wizards actually gives it a daily. I think that would be cool. Yeah, I think we should. But I don't have one think of these, they ever will.
1: I think we should have one of these standard popper dudes on the podcast scene. We should. So we should. Who's who's the big guy? Who's the leader of this clan? Is it Gwynn? I have no clue. I don't know. Uh, so but if there's an open invitation to you, standard popper dudes, send us a message if you want to be on the yeah. show. We'd love to have you on. We
2: should kidding. we haven't had a guest on in a while either. We should probably get one. Yeah. So But yeah, so that's our standard popper metagame, just this bestow proof deck and stuff. Pretty cool. Uh I like I don't mind not seeing black in the list. Yeah. But that's just me. Uh then we got eight man uh eight man results. Our first our first tournament we have here is uh a Delver list in first place uh, a Delver feed in first place. You know. Uh then we've got uh a flicker It was a Ghost of Flicker Day, yeah. The the Espermil. Espermil, yes, Esper That's that's what I was thinking. Espermil. And then we've got Affinity, of course. And then we have one of those rogue decks, the Midnight. Uh, Presence
0: Gone,
2: Midnight Presence of, Mid- Midnight of deck. So that's pretty cool. We are seeing some rogue decks. The, the reason why I point these out is the, the, eight, the eight mans is because uh, we are seeing some rogue decks get in there, but we're still seeing some of those top daily decks getting that first, second, and third place. So we're still seeing some of those decks that were getting first place in dailies still showing up in 8-man's. Yep. So that's good to see. It's good to see that, like, because I, I remember last week, or the week before, when we were talking how, you know, one of our big arguments over the dailies going away, that you could get public play a bad deck and get published. Well, we're not seeing that. We're playing good decks, and and uh, the bad decks still aren't being published. That's that's a good sign. Even though I still agree with everything you said, the eight mans are still a bunch of BS. There's no value in, value in them at all. Besides, hey, I got first place. <laughs> yeah,
1: there's so, oh. a slow there's a slow ticket grind away. I yeah. think I think you're better off just playing two mans, honestly. Probably probably bleed slower playing two-mans. I don't know. Yeah. With Theros' pack prices uh, as low as they are, are they're like, what, 3.2-something now? Ugh. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Not a whole
1: lot. Yeah. <laughs> you can't really win with the Theros' pack prices no. as low. Not really.
2: And then, our other list is, again, we've got uh, a, what is this list? This is, uh, is it Boiler? It looks like they're trying to Look, this it's like this. The first list. list is weird. It's like they're trying to play is it is it deck without the with without the um without cloud posts yeah without is cloud, cloud posts. posts. Is it control, man? Yeah, is it control without cloud posts? So
1: deck is <laughs> sweet. I've had I've been toying with is it control and variations yeah uh, for a while, and I haven't found a list yet that works. Apparently, this guy did. <laughs> I think I've been focusing too much on the steam core weirds probably my problem. But the steam core weirds are so damn cool. They're fun. They're they are fun, but maybe they're too fun. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Maybe it'd just be a cute, it's a cute trick and not effective.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah I can see that. So yeah, an Is it control list? And like I said, it's pretty much everything but the posts. And they're just utilizing the boilerworks to get extra land.
1: Yeah. Well, they're accumu- utilizing uh, accumulated knowledge too. That's really the yeah. big engine. Human Knowledge and Compulsive Research to get out on card advantage, and they're also doing like Fire bolts, which are card advantage. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, uh, Mold Drifter. Actually, the only thing I really don't like about this list is the Delver. The Delver. Yeah, that that seems out of place.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say Delver is kind of out of place in this list. This one looks like maybe the Delvers don't need to be in there, and maybe a, maybe an Oracle.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking actually. The only thing I can think of about the Delvers being there is like maybe put some extra pressure on your opponents for who are. Playing slower, more dirtly decks because, like, you are not, not beating Tron with this, with no. this list, oh. so maybe that's why you need the Delver there to supply early pressure to Tron or something.
2: Yeah, because I mean, you are looking at Mold your Mold is not coming out that fast. I mean, even yeah. with Boilerworks, it's still not coming out that fast. And then uh, maybe yeah, well, there is the Seagate Oracle's there, but that's generally not an attacker. Yeah, that's generally a guy that you play. You get to draw cards, and then he just sits and blocks out blocks out non flyers. Holds all down the fort. Just holds the fort, now and that's all he does. And uh, there looks like they're just trying to fitting Delver in there as an aggressive a- aggressive attacker.
1: Actually, you know, it might be for Burn. I don't, actually now think about it. It's, I think it's got to be for Burn. That's the only thing that makes any sense. Yeah,
2: it have to be because you want to. You got to put early pressure on. Otherwise, you got to be able to race him, Yeah, because. <laughs> Yeah, Unfortunately,
0: yeah. turn five or turn four, Maldrifter won't win you the game that's what Bird you. wants to win by usually anyways. Yeah. And if you've got no
2: life gain. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're screwed. That's all there is to it. <laughs> There's really no point. And then right. uh, our second list uh, is uh, a black-blue list. A black-blue, Chittering Rats. It's teachings. a black-blue control. They have teachings control. So that's... I'm always, I've always been a fan of Demir. I like seeing Demir. One of, honestly, God, truth, one of my favorite colors to run, black blue. It's fun. Yep. So, and then we have a Delver list. Yay! Yay!
0: Because no, there's one constant in our life. Yeah. <laughs> I
2: want to shoot Delver in the face? Oh, Says the, the guy who feel. plays Delver. That, really that's hard.
1: me. He, Nate doesn't play Delver. He used to. He played it last. That's that's what caused him to get the rager. Yeah, playing Delver.
2: Yeah, still want to shoot Delver in the face. Um, but then then we have a. Looks like um. What is this? This is a metalcraft list. Yeah. Yeah, metalcraft, not affinity. Metalcraft. That's kind of cool. Yeah. This, isn't just Affinity just better than this deck? Yeah, Affinity is just better because... <laughs> it, I mean, the, my the, my argument with Affinity versus Metalcraft is... Affinity, I'm coming to the board with a 4-4 four, four attacker. This is, uh, oh, i got to make sure I have the right amount of artifacts out before any of these guys become a threat. <laughs> yeah. You know? My biggest so. problem with this list, other than
1: the fact that Affinity is just, like, better in general is it's running great furnace why yeah
2: they they're trying to up their their metalcraft count and why
1: don't you run dark steel citadel
2: yeah why not dark steel citadel because i mean at least you you i mean the red is still colorless mana. i mean that's all it is now i could see running great furnace if they were running say Wait, do they not have a uh... no co- Rebirth, Galvanic, blast, no right? Galvanic Blast, no Galvanic Blast, no. Huh. I, c- I can see this. I can see Great Furnace with Cold Author Rebirth and Galvanic Blast involved, but they're not. Yeah. So
1: why? <laughs> I don't know. List is uh, list looks fun, and it does sort of have like an, an Agile Infinity because it can get stuff out much earlier. Yeah. So. It Doesn't have like,
0: a turn or two setup period.
1: Yeah,
2: but yeah. again, if you're looking at Affinity versus Metalcraft in this matchup, they might get the early beats, but all it takes is one four four to drop, and all of a sudden that beats is done. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, that's why they have Bone Splitters and Journey. Yeah, and they can they can beat Affinity. I mean, I'm just like I'm.
2: They've also got all of white utility, so yeah, yeah. they still have the Atog threat out there, and that Atog threat is. As we've seen with perilous research, the TOG threat is ridiculous now. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like I'm just gonna draw a lot, and this is gonna hurt. Deck looks fun. Hey, it looks like fun though. So, but okay. yeah, that's our eight man's meta game. God, I can't wait till their dailies again. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> Soon, man. Soon. Soon.
2: <laughs> so, there is that. And then uh, our topic one. Um, this article is by Dime a Dozen. It's called Right on Cue. And this talks about, with the dailies being gone, it, with the dailies being gone, it's bringing a lot of people to the tournament practice room to, and queue up for just tournament practice. And what he's seeing is a lot of different mid-range decks. It's, it's not... It's starting to go away, like the tournament practice room and a lot of the queues, being that the dailies are gone and the, the, well, to a certain degree, the competitive edge is kind of meh. It's bringing out people playing a lot of other decks that aren't necessarily tier ones. People are trying other stuff. And in here, he notes the mono white metal deck. Which is basically sort of what we already talked about. And the Boros Metalcraft. And Celestia Tokens. All decks that we haven't really seen in the dailies all that much. And now people are, like, giving them a shot. So, that's kind of cool. And, of course, like all Diamond Dozens articles, they're really well written. And there's a lot to it. (laughs) So... And look, if you look on the bottom here, is a control list. You're still seeing those delvers in there. So,
1: yeah, he's highlighting oh, yeah. from yeah. This, these things in particular.
2: Yeah, he's highlighting on that, and it's just what it's a lot of good stuff in there. I mean, it's the fact that uh, there's a lot of mid-range stuff showing up now, which I don't really consider to be a bad thing. Nah,
0: yeah, you know, but that just be personal bias again.
2: Yeah, it's it's not a bad thing seeing something new Because I think seeing the same thing all the time Just gets boring Yeah, and I like
1: when I like playing these uh, As these mid-range decks and against these mid-range decks And this is why I hate the uh, The Hexproof and the Delver Fiend and the Burn Games is because they hate these kind of Mid-range Interactive decks out, right? Yeah, they just, you can't play them You can't play them whenever people are still playing Burn And that's what's really annoying
2: Yeah so, but yeah. So well, that's what they got there. Yeah, and then I guess, like I said, there's not much news this week. So I feel really bad having a short show, but
1: yeah, it's kinda, it is what it is. It's kind of what happens whenever you have this, yeah. yeah. Uh, Thanksgiving but, off and like, yep. You know, I played a lot of magic and stuff, but it's like I played so much, I don't even know what to what to even recall anymore.
2: Yeah. Um. I think we are all pretty much on uh, giving Brew of the Month a month off, right? Yeah, um, with Christmas, with Christmas and everything like that, we're just better true. off giving just get, letting Christmas like destroy the Brew of the Month for the for December. <laughs> it's yeah. just not happening. I mean, I'll give I'll give uh, the listeners a little
1: a little treat of the the match of the deck list that I came up against in the. Uh, and the two man I, I did my video. And, yeah, go for it. I uh, said so will just. It's. Bleh. I don't have it ready for me yet. You can't do that to me. Well, I don't, I don't talk
2: have it yet. I emailed it. I sent it to you. Yep. I'll, yeah. That's fine. <laughs> I'm like I'm not ready. <laughs> Start uh, talking, Peter.
0: Well, this one time, me, my friend. Uh, we went downtown, and there's these people and stuff, we paid money, and we got drinks. It was a good time. That was the worst story ever. You didn't tell me to tell a story. You told me to talk. There is a difference. You can talk about stuff that's more
1: interesting than that. <laughs>
0: Come on now. <laughs> you need to be specific. Uh,
1: okay. Talk about how you go about approaching a lady that you would like to date.
0: Ooh, depends, where's the setting?
1: Uh, you've liked her for four years. Ooh, that's oddly specific. Where
0: did I meet her? At school? I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, first off, if you've known her for four years, take things easy, eh? Figure out whether or not you've been friend zoned or not, or whether it's going, just go, hey, how about we do this sometime? Just flat out, be honest, walk and go want to do something sometime you don't need to approach it like it's a date or anything or make it anything special just go out have a walk talk chat him up and see what happens if things go well perhaps you might get to go to step two and go to a more romantic evening like a dinner and a movie or something like that baby steps kids baby steps baby steps
1: that's some excellent advice are you back with us i wouldn't trust it <laughs> yep
2: i am no sorry
1: so, the way I do it is I grow up here and I ask, hey, you want to go out? If you don't, she doesn't want to go out, if you've been in a friend zone, don't take offense to it, man. It's just. What the heck are you talking about? Wow. Dating advice. Mm. Dating advice. Well, you were gone yeah, we had Do you to not pay
0: attention to anything.
1: <laughs> 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 Obviously, he does not pay attention to anything. I'm married Probably
2: now. Now becoming Love Line with Chris and Pete. I'm married now, so I don't don't care about dating, so I pretty much forgot everything. But all our listeners... But you have two
0: sons. You have an obligation as a dad to be their guide or help You do.
1: You know what? I have a a son now, too, so I have to learn about this type of thing. Hey, speaking of which, my son is going to be a year old in five days. That's awesome. Sweet. Yeah. He was born on Pearl Harbor Day. Nice. Yeah. Alright, so... We don't have a brew of the month, but there's a brew that... I'm going to be sort of working on for a little while. And it was okay. this is courtesy of uh, Tarkin Mag. I've already start, sort of started to make tweaks to it, but it's fine. It's okay. Um, so Tarkin Mag, if, he plays a lot of different decks. But anyway, here it goes. We've got a land base. of uh, It's a blue-black deck. It's got two islands, eight swamps, four Vault of Whispers, four Sea of the Synods. So that's a total of 18 lands. But we also have an additional four mana sources in the Mist Vane Border Posts. You guys know Really? Wow. Yeah.
2: That, that card hardly ever sees play. Yeah. <laughs> so, you, don't
1: know you know what that is. Right there, it's an artifact. It's one blue black for an artifact. You may pay one and return a basic land you control to its owner's hand rather than pay Mist Filled Border Post mana cost. And it enters battlefield tapped, and you can tap to add blue or black to your mana pool. Now, the reason this is important is because uh, we have a lot of artifacts in the stack, or a lot of things that are care- that care about artifacts and other specific types of permanents. So, let's go over the creature base now. We've got four Tide Hollow Strix, which is blue and a black for 2-1 Flying Death Touch. We have three Parasitic Strix, which is two and a blue for a 2-2. Two, two. Mm-hmm. By the way, Tide Hollow Strix is an artifact creature bird. Yeah. Then we have... Three parasitics tricks, which is a two and a blue for a artifact creature bird, 2-2 two, two flying. When, when Parasitic trick enters the battlefield, if you control a black permanent, target player loses two life and you gain two life. So, this is really sweet with the mist vein border posts, obviously, so you can drain when he enters the battlefield. Um, then we've got two trinket mages to fetch some various trinkets in our deck. And we'll go over those later. And then we have Four bleak coven vampires. Ooh.
2: You guys know what those are? Oh my! I thought the they lose four. Mm-hmm. You gain four. Yes. Like, yes. So
0: they're Oh, like,
1: these seem like mini Model
0: gray black merchants. Model black Control from standard popper back when scars was still a
1: thing. Yeah. yeah. These are like mini gray merchants, essentially. Pretty much. And then to top it off, we've got three gray merchants. <laughs> this used to be four. I've cut one, and I might mm-hmm. end up cutting another two. So, uh, so there's your creature base. Uh, so for your trinkets, so the things that trinket major are trinket mage you're going to fetch, uh, we've got a bone splitter, an executioner's capsule, a sillock mm-hmm. life staff, and a Viridian longbow. Yeah. And we've also great. got some various other trinkets and pristine talismans. Two pristine talismans and two sets of three right. arrows. Yes, pristine talismans, awesome. It also <laughs> helps you ramp into into trinkets. Jerk.
0: Instance. Not you, other Not dude, but
1: still. <laughs> It also helps you ramp into Grey Merchants and cast Serrated Arrows on time and everything, so... Yeah. And we have two Serrated Arrows in the main deck. Uh, then we have a removal. We have two Agony Warps, two Guest Verdicts, two Victim of knights, and two Oubliettes. And then we've got some card advantage with two Grim Harvests and three Deep Analysis. Yeah. So that's the main deck. Mm-hmm. And in the sideboard, we have two annuls, three Curse of the Bloody Tombs, three Hydroblasts, four Ice Quakes, and Ice quakes should really be like Choking Sands or something better oh. for the instruction. They're
2: cheaper than Choking Sands by yes. far. Yes.
1: Uh, that's why I have them. <laughs> and then two Nauseas, which are all creatures get minus one, minus one, and then a Singleton Neheal bomb. Yeah. So if you guys want to toy around with the list... That's the list that I've been toying around with. It looks really fun. It's very, very, very slow. So, But there are a lot of fun interactions like Tide Hollow Strikes with Death Touch and Bridian Longbow. So you get to do like a mini type thing like that. Um, then you've also got just the various things you can do with like the Bleak Covens Interdrained, And sometimes I don't even attack. I just play defense the whole time and play Bleak Covens, drain them for four, play Gray Merchant, do the same thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's actually been the way that I've been winning. Is like I might attack once or twice. Just is the playing rest, stuff. The rest is life drain <laughs> from the strixes <laughs> and the merchants and the bleak coven's. That's cool. It's a it's a lot of fun, even
2: if it's uh, even it's if it's a, not very competitive. It's 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 Alara. The alive you know, honest to God Drew, I really liked the Alara block. That block is actually not bad. It was actually a pretty cool block. I don't think anyone said it was a bad block. No, I just I just think it's a cool block. It's like when if I look at when I got back into Magic after my my hiatus, I got back in when Alara was coming back and uh I really liked Alara. It it was a lot of fun. It had a lot of cool mechanics to it, and I really thought it was cool and they brought in the uh the colored artifacts. I thought that was kind of interesting. So. But. Yeah. yeah. Fun deck. Oh, yeah. Sounds like fun. we will have to give it a shot. And then we have the Rages, the MTGO Rage of the Weeks. So we got three of them. Our first one was was posted by. Who was Greystone, this? No, yeah. Greystone posted this on uh, Twitter. He was playing in looks like a constructed standard event.
1: Yeah, he's playing the standard player run event. That's what he, that's what makes yeah. it even funnier. He was playing in the in the standard PRE.
2: Yeah, and he this guy really got mad at him for playing a cheap deck. <laughs> yeah, he did. So <laughs> Grayson was
1: playing his mono white control like we showed. We that's listed mm-hmm. in the show notes. Yeah, and this guy uh, Charles Overy. Here's your shout out, Charles Overy, and that's <laughs> O V E R Y. Uh, comments: Ni- Nice luck draw, nothing but luck. Can you luck it out again? Garbage. Greystone, GG. <laughs> your, my favorite line. <laughs> Good game, bud. <laughs> and then Charles over replies again. Well, if anyone has luck tonight, it is you with that with a crap garbage deck. That is probably the worst mono white devotion deck I've ever seen. And Greystone replies, "There's no devotion. There's no devotion here." And <laughs> Charles over replies, "Doesn't matter. You don't deserve this win." With I will put up ten tickets to say that crap deck doesn't ever beat this deck again. You a taker? Greystone says no thanks. I'm happy where I am. And then Charles says, "What's your <laughs> record anyway?" Greystone goes zero oh, and three. <laughs> 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 oh, and Charles oh, over here oh. says, uh, "I shouldn't even be playing you." Greystone says, "I'm sorry. I shouldn't. Have, sorry I stuck around." Uh, yeah, Greystone was actually one and two. He just wanted. He just said zero oh, and three for for funsies. <laughs> <laughs> so what's even funnier about this is that this guy Charles Overy was paired down against Greystone, right? He this guy just he was two and one. He needed another win to, to cash in this PRE. And then he got paired down against Greystone. And got crushed. And got crushed by
2: Greystone. <laughs> Go Greystone. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> that's funny. I, I, I he posted that before Thanksgiving and I posted it on Twitter. I'm like, yep, let's make the show. <laughs> So yep, and then you had the other two here, so I'll let you go over these. Yeah, so the first one is uh,
1: was posted by Grappling Fairing. Um, yeah, Grappling is. <laughs> yes. yep. uh, in case you guys don't know him, he was the guy who made sure that they banned Grape Shot. Yeah, <laughs>
0: he made grape shot a bad card. <laughs> he didn't make it a bad card. He just showed like this is how you play Grapeshot, kids.
1: <laughs> yes, this is how you destroy people with grape shot.
0: Yeah, repeatedly.
1: <laughs> and four out every event I play in. Any so, questions? Yeah. Soon I'm gonna do it again. <laughs> so this guy, uh, I gotta find out who should starts it. Who said what? <laughs> yeah. Cause I posted it and I can't remember where, where it actually starts. There's a lot of people on this one talking. <laughs> yeah. it's Cause it's in the, like the, um, main forums, the, uh, the room, limited K's room. So yeah. I think it's pyroblaster who starts it and pyroblaster yeah. starts asking, uh, why does emissary tap a creature? If I grip tied it during attack, what kind of retard logic is that? He's talking about a Heliod's emissary, which is yeah. the bestowed creature that whenever it attacks, you tap target creature. Um, so, and then uh, somebody replies because it taps when it attacks. And then Pyroblaster says it's not in play anymore. If you Grip tied after attacks, so though, it's too late. Somebody replied. Uh, no, that's dumb. <laughs> you can see where this is going. Yeah. Pyroblaster replies, no, that's dumb. <laughs> Welcome to MTGO. You don't use... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Just take it, Ed. <laughs> this, this guy starts... Just he, You can already tell this is going to just go out of control. Oh yeah, <laughs> and so an orc replies, "Please don't use the word retard in a derogatory way or belittle the handicapped on Magic Online. Thank you for understanding. Oh, I love orcs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Part blaster. If I use monsters on Gorgon and the grip tides, I don't, I don't get to kill a creature. There's no consistency in this awful game. And um, no, that's not true, is it? No. Yeah, I think you're talking just... about the keepsake Gorgon there when you monstrous it. You destroy target non- non-Gorgon creature. Which that trigger happens if you uh-huh. if you monstrous, it happens whether or not the Gorgon gets cryptid cryptided or not.
2: But it does shut down de- Death
1: Touch. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess so. Um, so Pyroblaster is now asking for the comp link. Give me comp link. Um, and Grappling Fereng replies. Calls something dumb can't get a grasp of rules, and Pyroblaster replies, "No, it's a flawed rule, you idiot." Uh, <laughs> and people are replying, "No, you just have to make sure you, you just have to learn how to think how things work." And Pyroblaster's like, "No, it's a dumb rule, and it's broken." <laughs> and, and he says, "Yeah, I lost because your game is trash. The creature is no longer in play. Its effect should not resolve,
2: morons." <laughs> <laughs> and it yeah. continues yeah
1: that's that's pretty much the bulk of it basically this guy is really really mad that um about how creature triggers work Yep. yeah <laughs> yeah cause most things that happen whenever a creature does something like it doesn't matter if the creature is then removed if you allowed the trigger to happen
0: it re- it stays on the stack whether it died yeah, or not it stays <laughs> on the stack
1: and then grappling
2: ends it. And then grappling ends it. With, I'm gonna have to have have to screenshot shot this. Brought a smile to my face. <laughs> so this guy knows that someone's gonna talk about him. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, it's awesome. So
1: what was that guy's name? I got a shout out to him. Pyroblaster. Pyroblaster. Yeah, I mentioned his name a million times. In times. So <laughs> here's
2: here's to you, Pyroblaster. Yep.
1: And the last <laughs> one is. Uh, Brought to you courtesy of, uh, Dube Snacks. Yeah, Dube Snacks. It's really hard to say, funny enough. It's supposed to be, like, Noob Snacks, but it's Dube Snacks. I don't know. Anyway, um, so I don't know what he's playing exactly. It's maybe modern or something like that. Uh, I don't know. But. It is what it is, but that's besides yeah, the point. He's playing against a guy named Ray 112 Whoa, this guy's mad. He is really mad. That's is why I brought this up. Uh,. So, trauma Ray, and just assume when I'm reading this that I am translating the worst grammar you've ever read on Moto in your life.
0: I don't know. We've seen some pretty
1: bad grammar. Okay, wow. just, the, just the worst spelling, then, or like short? <laughs> I don't know. The worst shorthand ever. Yes, yeah, the worst shorthand. <laughs> See, if you are really poor, I can spare you a few tickets, but do not go around striking people on, with on Magic Online with this awful deck, this pile of blank. <laughs> It's like a pile of vomit. It's almost as disgusting as your mom. Since I tried her, you know. Blank your whole family. They all died. (laughs) They all blanking died. Blank your whole blanking family. Blank your whole blanking family. (laughs) Oh my god. We're starting to get into caps now. Assume everything else
0: is in caps. He's
1: just yelling.
0: Caps Caps lock. It's cruise control for angry or awesome.
1: (laughs) Your choice. So I'm going to... We have to count now how many times. So count with me now. Blank your whole and blanking family. One, blank your whole blanking family. Two, two. Blank your whole blanking family. Three, Three. Blank Your whole blanking family. Four. Uh, <laughs> I blanked your mom. <laughs> so then Hoops next replied, "You okay, man? You okay, man? <laughs> <laughs> you no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. Blank your whole blanking family. <laughs> what, about five, five. They all blanking died of cancer." <laughs> Your whole family got cancer. <laughs> blank your whole
2: blanking family, blank your whole blanking family. Wow. Wow. That's a lot of hate. Yep. Like <laughs> almost too much. It's all the only thing Santa I can think of is minutes. just like
0: him like looking over his shoulder and like seeing his family going <laughs> Hello? Are they all right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hello. I'm here. We're still here. Nate, Is your computer acting up again.
2: Oh Man. my! My headphones got messed up.
1: Your headphones got messed up, and you—you really
2: <laughs> you know what? Blank your
1: whole blanking, <laughs> your whole blanking family. <laughs> your whole blanking headphones. <laughs>
2: wow, that guy's angry.
1: Your headphones got cancer. <laughs> they all got cancer. I better not wear them then. The left one and the right one. Yeah, cancer's <laughs> contagious now. Yep. <laughs> your whole family got it.
0: <laughs> also think I also the head got it.
2: Oh my god. These people are awesome.
1: Yeah, so, big, rage. This,
2: this big is, rage. this is becoming, like, my favorite section of the show, just so you know that. The rages are just getting better and better.
0: Like, I don't see. Seeing you angry just makes me feel better that I'm not that angry. <laughs> or don't take this game that seriously. Yeah. I don't know.
2: <laughs> it's just one of those situations where you think your life. You think you're. Like, you think you you have it bad, and then you watch something on TV or whatever. You're like, oh, wow, my life's awesome. That's <laughs> <laughs> the bullet on that one, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, that's good stuff. So, but, yeah, that's the Rages of the Week. We had uh, some good ones this week. No just, kidding. Just keep bringing them in, because they're awesome. <laughs> yeah. Did you have any Heroes of the Web this week? I didn't have any, no. Nah, I didn't either. I, I, I just gave up on trying to find them, so...
1: I have, I, the reason for that, though, is they haven't been on salvation in, like, two weeks. Yeah. Because you're a
0: good person and you try to avoid it. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey,
1: guys, new Born of the Spoilers God. Uh, Born of the God spoilers out. They're just temples, so... Boo. Yeah, just temples. Boo. Temples are boring. Is there? Well, so,
2: alright, uh... I guess uh, we got a show, right? I think so. All right. Just, uh, so, uh, where, can they, where can, before we go, where can they re- get reach you, Chris? I'm on Twitter mostly,
1: at SueWeaver8518. Uh, you can also look at my article every week on Pure on Mondays. Uh, so, puremtgo.com is where you view that. Otherwise, I'm on moto all the time as Sue Weaver. And definitely accepting, I'm accepting t- ticket donations, just, uh, for what is it your um, Team Briley team, Bri- team Briley right so just set that up and yeah. I will be taking the donations because I I know Nate you're not on nearly as much as I am so no. I'll click those and I'll give him I'll hand them over to Nate so he can yep. convert those into money costs if you want to help yeah we'll cause. take care of that yep we'll do so that is once again C Weaver on MTGL cool
0: where can I reach you Peter oh well if I'm on you can always find me at midnight03 online. Otherwise, you can get a hold of Nate. He can get a hold of me, too. <laughs> yeah, because
2: he doesn't have Twitter yet. He hasn't won the lottery yet, I guess. Boo. Nope. You need Twitter.
1: <laughs> you know what? We're going to have to start making that a requirement for show hosts to have Twitter.
0: <sighs> Nate, how do I turn him on two weeks' notice? <laughs>
2: <laughs> we'll just we'll just set one up in Peter's name and just like start posting stuff like it's him.
1: <laughs> yes, I'm gonna do that. Just
2: get all the hate mail. It's like God, how could you say that?
0: <laughs> uh, I don't remember. I guess I probably could have somewhere.
2: <laughs> I don't want hate mail. Why don't we have hate mail yet? Uh, because we we're good people. Good people usually. We usually, we don't get hate mail anymore. People love us. How do we get hate mail? I want a hate mail.
0: It's pretty easy. I'm not going to give you an example because... as <laughs> ask for it. People send it. <laughs> Mr. Plummer would come down my, or come down and yell down my throat like immediately. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> we're going to stay on the good side of Mr. Bossman.
2: Yes, we are. But if anyone wants to write, write any messages about how much you hate our effing families, you can uh, g- catch us at uh, poppertothepeople at gmail.com. Or you can post on Twitter at uh, my my Twitter is at uh, Nathan Yunkin and uh, my if I'm on MT Joe I'm gonna be NUCon. so that's how you can get a hold of me I have personal email addresses, but I'm gonna not let you know them <laughs> 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 because it's safer that way? <laughs> But uh, so until next week. This is Nate. This is Peter. And I'm Chris. And this is Popper of the People. Have Have a good.